0: emotions. Sometimes we love them and fully want to embrace them. And other times we hate them. Sometimes we want to connect with them and really dive deep into them. And other times we want to turn on our heel and sprint the other way and cut any ties with them. You know, what would be different if we developed a better relationship with our emotions and navigated through them in a way that served us at a higher level? Because after all, emotions are just energy. Hey, that's what we're diving into in this week's episode, Navigating Emotions, on the Reinventing Thyself podcast. We all have situations, experiences, and moments in our life when we know deep at our core we have to do something different. We have to pivot. And regardless of how big or small that pivot is, it requires us to change something in our life and that change can feel really uncomfortable. However, it is that change that is creating something entirely new. And it is that newness that creates a very different way of life in one area or multiple areas of our life. What's this all about? It is all about reinventing, reinventing thyself. My name is Michelle Shutter and I'd like to welcome you to Reinventing Thyself. I am so glad that you joined me today because it is here that we'll move beyond our old self, our old identity, and that trailer of garbage from the past that we like to pull into the future but really need to ditch that hitch. It is here that we'll move into that place of reinvention and embracing the newness of it all. Are you ready to step into Reinventing Thyself? Because guess what? It is never too late and your time is now. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to this week's episode, Navigating Emotions on the Reinventing Thyself podcast. My name is Michelle Shutter. I'm a life and leadership coach for women, and I am thrilled that you have invested some time into yourself to really look at this process of reinventing. So you might be thinking like, what is reinventing thyself, right? So it is really leaning into the pivot that shows up for us. Some kind of change, perhaps it's something big, perhaps it's something small. It's a transition of some sort. But when we can lean into that pivot and learn to embrace all the change and the lessons that are to be learned through that process, it really allows us to move boldly and bravely through the new beginning and beyond and sustain it because what good is this reinventing thyself if we can't sustain the results that we are seeking? And I'm here to tell you that one of the best ways to liberate your greatness is to access it in the gap. And the gap is that space between where you are and where you want to go. So that whole process is the process of reinventing thyself. And you might be thinking, gosh, I don't know if this is for me. Well, you know what? You won't know until you take the quiz. You might be saying, what quiz? Well, if you head on over to michelleshutter.com, I have a quiz there that will help you identify if this is the right time for you to start reinventing thyself. Again, you can find that at michelleshutter.com. So let's dive into This week's episode on navigating emotions, you know, emotions like we love them or we hate them. Sometimes we'd like to feel them, sometimes not so much. Sometimes we want to connect with them, embrace them. And other times, heck, we want to be half a mile down the road, cutting the ties, not wanting to look back at all. We don't want to experience that emotion. But have we really taken time to educate ourselves on what emotions are? Well, emotions are just really energy in motion and everything is energy. So again, everything physical, non-physical, everything, when you boil it down or or break it down, I should say, to that little itty bitty particle, it is still energy. And one of the best tools right now to understand that, that energy is really looking at the scale of emotions, um, an emotional guidance scale. And Jerry and Abraham Hicks refer to this in their book, Asking It Shall Be Given. Um, David Hawkins also has um, a, a, diff- a slightly different version, but basically it's the same thing. I'm talking about p- power versus force, like these emotional scales. Well, The emotional scales have a wide range and every emotion has a vibrational frequency. So at the top of the scale, we have like the emotions of love, joy, um, appreciation, freedom, um, empowerment, okay? So those are like the highest vibrational energies of of emotions that you can experience. Well, the complete opposite of that is um, grief, Fear, despair, depression, um, powerlessness, all of that also has a frequency, but it's a very low frequency. And then everything in between can range from, oh, um, passion, eagerness, belief, optimism, contentment, um, disappointment, blame, anger, jealousy, guilt, like all of that filters in the middle of it all. And so at any given moment, you are on this emotional guidance scale. It's like you're you're picking an emotion like that's your set point at any given moment. It changes throughout the day. It goes up and down. Um, it can also be changed like throughout the, the weeks, the months it can change with the topic, with the people that you're interacting with. Like there are so many emotions to navigate through. And one of the biggest holdbacks of it is that we're just not consciously aware Of the emotions that are showing up, and what we can do to navigate through them in a better way that it serves us at a higher level. Now, keep in mind, all emotions are going to serve you. All this energy is going to serve you. Some of it will serve you at a higher frequency, some of it will serve you at a lower frequency. There's no judgment around it, it's neither good nor bad. But what it boils down to is you get to decide what emotion you want to engage in the most, okay? So that emotion is like, how do you want to show up? Now, at any given time, emotions, this energy can fall into two types of energy. So again, emotions are energy. We can have catabolic energy or anabolic energy. Now, catabolic energy is like the negative energies. Again, it's neither good nor bad, it serves a purpose, but let me tell you a little bit more about catabolic energy. So that's negative, Um, it feels heavy, it can be life-threatening, it's disempowering, it keeps us stuck, it keeps us weak, it is um, destructive, there's lots of resistance around it, and you might think, well, what would be good about it? Well, cat- the, the one thing about catabolic energy is that it serves us on a very short term survival kind of way. The problem with catabolic energy is that people don't realize that they spend the majority of their time in catabolic energy. That awareness isn't there. And so when we spend the the that amount of time in catabolic energy, it breaks us down. It keeps us stuck. It makes us weak. You weren't meant to spend um, a whole lot of time in catabolic energy. It's for short term. Um, It isn't sustainable because something will break down when you are experiencing all this catabolic energy. Now, Anabolic energy, on the other hand, is very positive. It's life-enhancing. It's healthy. It's grounded. It's empowering. It is constructive. It's expanding. It's fueling. This energy is what builds us up and really allows us to step into our power. So again, we get to decide what energy feels the best to us at any given moment. Anabolic energy will cover um, a range of emotions on the scale along with catabolic energy will cover uh, a range of emotions on the scale. Now there's probably about, I don't know, 25 to maybe 40 different emotions on this scale. Keep in mind that some emotions have the same frequency. So you're not going, if you look this scale up and actually may, I'll uh, um, put a link to it in my, in the description. But if you look this scale up, you'll notice that joy, uh, love, appreciation, empowerment, freedom, a lot of that is going to be in that top spot or in one spot, one or two. Okay. Because those have the highest frequency. You're also going to notice that um, grief, fear, depression, despair, powerlessness. Those are the lowest frequencies. So you're going to find that at the bottom of the scale. They may be all on the same bottom or they could be on, you know, the bottom two. Now, again, as I mentioned before, it's so important that we create awareness around these emotions because this impacts every area of our life. It impacts relationships, your career, your um, family, your yourself, your self-worthiness, finances, health, like everything is impacted by your emotions. Now, I think one thing that we get tripped up on is that, you know, I have to be Sally Sunshine and that's the only way that I can move through life is to, you know, take on this identity of Sally Sunshine. And I'm here to tell you, like, that can't, that couldn't be farthest from the truth because it's impossible to be a Sally Sunshine or be positive 100% of the time because life is not Perfect. Life is the ebb and flow. You're going to have high points. You're going to have low points. It's the experience of life is just that. It's meant for you to experience it all. Now, again, you have to keep in mind that you get to choose how long you want to stay in a a certain feeling. But without that awareness, how do you choose, right? So let me give you um, like an example. At the time of this recording. we have just uh, some unexpected bills that came up and it just brought on this whole like feeling of guilt for me. And again, so guilt is one of the lowest vibrational frequencies. The, even though I've been doing this work for a very long time, it, it's very easy for me to go down that route. And sometimes I think the emotions um, and the lower frequency have almost a stronger pull to it. That, that is false. It, it doesn't have a stronger pull. The reason why it feels like that is because we have become so conditioned to those feelings and we're just creating those patterns over and over again that feel more familiar. So it is a work in progress to release those emotions and pick the emotions and move ourselves up that frequency scale. Now, guilt feels awful to me. Like it is one of the second or the bottom, you know, lowest frequencies. I I don't like it. I don't like that feeling. And yet at times, as I mentioned, that lower vibration can feel really familiar to me. And so to have that awareness and to begin to question myself of, you know, hmm, how long do I really want to stay in that emotion? And when I'm at this emotion of guilt, and it vibrates at a lower frequency, I know that it can, things in my life can only match that frequency. So again, like, why do I want to stay there, right? That's the whole piece of the law of attraction, right? And allowing, I'm only allowing things that resonate at that frequency to come into my life, because that's the feeling that I'm choosing to feel. Now, we all have a tendency to run from those lower vibrational um, frequencies, those lower emotions. We run from them or we stuff them or we arrive at the refrigerator and do anything, grab a bottle of wine, right, to, to numb those feelings. And the one thing we have to realize is it's important for us to navigate through that emotion. And why? Because Navigating through that emotion allows us to break that pattern and it allows us to heal. Heal in a way that I don't necessarily need to dive into everything in my life that I feel guilty about, but it allows me to break the pattern. And the pattern is what is causing discomfort for me. The pattern is what causes us to not fully heal. So when we can break up that pattern, that allows us to heal some of these energies. And so we really wanted to think about one a really important question to think about. And if this is you in any sort of way is, you know, what holds you back from sitting with that emotion? If we want to navigate through it, we have to allow ourselves to sit with it. Navigating through it, as I mentioned, is not stuffing it. It is not arriving at the refrigerator. It is not grabbing a bottle of wine, okay? That is all feelings or all actions to mask that feeling, to numb it out so that we can't experience it. And sometimes we're afraid to sit with that emotion and that is completely legitimate. It's okay to, to be feel afraid with of that emotion because you hadn't learned how to process and navigate through it. So I'm going to give you some practices right now that could potentially serve you in terms of like how you navigate through this emotion. Now, I'm not even talking about all the emotions that are on the lower end of the emotional guidance scale. I'm also talking about emotions that are on the upper end. And so let's offer some clarification around that as I give you some of these practices. So first of all, it's when does... You you have to create an awareness. Okay. I talk about that a lot. You have to create an awareness around the emotion. So, one thing that you're going to want to keep track of, whether you write it in a notebook or on your phone, is when does this emotion arise? What is happening? What is the situation? What is the circumstance? What is the experience that you are having that this emotion is coming up? And then you need to decide do I want more of this emotion or do I want less of it? So you can't fully experience that emotion without knowing, do you want more of it or less of it? And then how can I have more of it or how can I have less of it? So like, for instance, we had a family wedding um, over this this past weekend. And like, it was just one of those weddings one of those situations, a family gathering that was like a joyful, fully appreciative event in my life. Like it was just full of connection and family and fun and laughter and dancing and music and and just the, the love and the beauty of it all. Like that was so high on my scale. And so like, okay, those emotions, that event, you know, supported those emotions. They didn't cause it, like I got to choose those feelings, they enhanced it, right? So we never want to put something outside of us as the cause of it. We are are the the, the driver in it. Outside external circumstances can build it up, can support it, can enhance it. So I know that like I want more things in my life that, that revolve around family and connection and those great relationships and fun like that is really important to me. So, do I want more of it or less of it? Right? I want more of it. But if I dive into this um, feeling of guilt, and when does that emotion arise? And really looking at the pattern of it, and so like guilt for me, a lot of times comes around money. That I, there's a connection there for me with money, and it's again things that I continue to work on but bringing it to light so that I can make that decision. Do I want more of it or less of it? <laughs> right? And I don't want more of it, but I can allow myself to process that emotion and then it can dissolve. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more. So that's the first one, right? An awareness of the emotion. The second practice is just to fully feel that emotion. And when I mean fully feel, like, where does it show up in your body? A lot of times I have it in my stomach. I have emotions that will show up in my stomach. I also carry a lot of emotions in my jaw, like I'm a big clencher. Um, So at times through the day, sometimes it's just like my jaw can just ache and my teeth almost even can throb. And so what would happen if we just hit that pause button and allowed ourselves to fully feel that emotion so that it got to a point where it dissolved and for some people it's like to express that emotion like perhaps you need to scream perhaps you need to just sob and cry and let it let it fully process maybe it's you know sharing it with somebody i urge you though to be cautious with that because you don't want that person to jump into your box you don't want that person to Um, enhance that emotion for you, okay? Because again, all of the outside stuff is external. You get to decide if you want to hold on to that emotion and how long you want to experience it. The third practice then is to give yourself a thought check because thoughts create the feelings. You can't have a feeling without the thought. So, asking yourself, okay, what thought is creating that feeling? And is there a different thought that would allow me to feel differently? Because if you are at the bottom of that scale, obviously you want to start moving up the scale. Now, you cannot, if you are feeling like, let's just use mine, guilt, it is going to be impossible in this situation around money for me to feel joyful immediately. It doesn't happen. That span is way too wide. You can't move up that scale, but I'm going to show you a practice that will support you in moving up the scale, okay? Don't set yourself up for an unrealistic expectation by thinking you're going to jump to the top of the scale because one, you're not um, emotionally aligned. You're not energetically aligned with that top vibration. You're only aligned right now, like in my case, with the guilt. So I have to do what I can to start to move up in increments. So maybe it's a one to five step hop, okay? So when you look at this scale, if I'm starting with guilt, okay, then I can look at, okay, what is my thought around guilt? So I jotted some of this down for you. So it's um, my circumstance is just all about the car expenses. And my thought is I should have stayed with my previous income. And because I have that thought, it's causing me guilt because me to feel guilt because if I would have had that um, previous income, I would have been able to pay for the car expenses. But yet at the same time, like, how do I know? Like, how do I really know that? Right. So I need to like question my, my thought around that as well. When I was looking at that feeling of guilt, then I looked at, okay, some of the, the emotions that you move up to, into are like revenge, hatred, anger. I, like, I didn't want to feel those in that situation. So I jumped up and I think it was five jumps to discouragement. So my thought then when I was feeling discouragement was I bought the warranty and now it doesn't cover it, right? So I felt discouraged because I invested money up front hoping that it would take care of situations like this. And now it didn't. Um, then I moved up from discouragement to disappointment. And again, you might be thinking, gosh, these, these emotions still don't feel all that great. No, but they're moving up the scale, okay? So you're going to start to feel lighter as you move through the process. So my next feeling was disappointment. And then my thought was, I haven't done enough, right? To save or to have an extra account or whatever. Um, then I moved up to contentment. So now I'm starting to kind of get on that, that edge of moving out of the bad feelings, out of the catabolic feelings, into the anabolic energies. And so my thought around contentment was like, I'm glad there's a part available to get it fixed or to get the cars fixed because we got multiple cars that are fixed in here. Then I moved into the feeling of optimism. God, you know, my, my thought was, gosh, I will never need to have that replaced again. Hmm. You know, like that felt good. And then I moved into appreciation, and that was, you know, I have fixed vehicles for the people in my family, and that will keep them safe when they're driving. Safety is a big thing for me, and so to appreciate that felt really good. And so, again, I've used a thought check, and I've used a sequence of what here, six thoughts with a different feeling to allow me to move through that could I have stayed in guilt longer? Absolutely. I certainly could, but it didn't feel great to me. I don't like feeling that. And so then I wanted to ask myself, like, what do I want to feel? And of course, I wanted to feel the top of that scale, but I couldn't get there immediately. And this wasn't just something that I did in a in 30-minute period, right? Like, it took me a couple days to, to process it, to think about it, to move for, um, through it. But again, like asking that myself that question, what do I want to feel? What choice do I want to make? And how long do I want to stay there? Because again, all these emotions, navigating these emotions is inside. You get to choose. Everything external is going to enhance that emotion in some way, whether it's positive or negative. You can't control the external. The only thing you can control is your choice, is your emotion, okay? Um, The next Another practice here for you to navigate emotions is just to to journal through any of this, what I gave you. Journal the awareness, journal the feelings and how they're showing up. Journal your thought checks, journal about the patterns, the experiences, the situations. A lot of times if we can just dump it out, it will really um, allow us to release that energy in a different way. And again, the more awareness we can have, and sometimes that awareness is seeing it on paper, the better that we can heal and move through this process of navigating emotions. Another one too is, okay, after you've had some time to to feel it, to think about it, um, to allow it to dissolve, like, like move your body, get outside, go for a brisk walk, take your shoes and socks off, walk around in the grass, go into the woods, find a beach, walk in the sand. Like, do something to integrate that new emotion that you want to feel, okay? Allow that to move into your body. Feel that as you're moving your body. The female body wants to move, okay? It doesn't want to stay stagnant. So as you pick this new emotion, feel it, move it, do something to allow it to integrate. And then just another final practice is like, get support get support around this. Get get a coach. Get a mentor. Someone that can support you in moving through and navigating these emotions. Because here's the thing. You don't want to dive into the past and stay there with all the old emotions that are, that are the same. So like for me, guilt, like there's plenty of things in my life that I feel guilty about, right? And or that have the feeling of emotion connected to it. Do I want to bring all of that, that back to the surface when I've worked so hard to release and to heal? No, of course not. So you want someone that's going to support you in moving through that at a quicker pace, not staying there and staying focused on the solution and how you can access more anabolic energy and the emotions that serve you greater. Okay. So I hope that makes sense. Again, those practices to navigate emotions are creating awareness, fully experiencing, feeling that emotion, doing a thought check around that, um, looking to journal any experience, any emotion, any thought, any situation, any pattern, getting it out on paper, moving your body to allow a new energy to integrate and getting some kind of support. Like the journey is yours, but it wasn't meant for you to to go alone, right? You having support with this makes your journey so much more rich and allows you to liberate yourself in a whole new way. Now, speaking of uh, having a mentor or coach, like, wouldn't it be great if you could have access to a platform, a classroom where we will be diving into this navigating emotions as part of the life coaching classroom. Well, yes, it is. It is true. We are going to be opening the doors to the life coaching classroom. And I'm extending that invitation to you because it is going to be like something you have never experienced before. And Getting your name on the wait list allows you to be a founding member, which has some amazing benefits, some amazing perks to it. You might be asking, okay, well, how do I find that? Just head on over to michelleshutter.com and you're going to find a tab at the top of that website where it is Life Coaching Classroom. Go ahead and click on that and it will give you all the details. And as I mentioned at the beginning, if you're not exactly sure if reinventing yourself is something that the timing is right or you're ready to get started, make sure you take the quiz there because that quiz will give you some valuable insight and allow you to really think about where you're at and where you want to be and where all of that perhaps where where the, the space between those two locations is maybe muddied or stuck or just needs to be enhanced in a whole new way. And that quiz will give you some insight on that. So again, you can find that at michelleshutter.com. That is a wrap for today. I am so glad that you invested in yourself. Thank yourself. Give yourself a hug. And I would love to know what resonated most with you. Drop me an email, drop me a message on one of the social media platforms and let me know what landed with you. I would love for you to share this episode with a friend, a colleague, a coworker, someone that would benefit from the information that I shared in this video. Don't forget that new episodes land or are released, I should say, each Thursday. So be sure to hit the subscribe, follow so that you get notification of when the next podcast drops. And as always, my wish for you is that you move boldly and bravely through this new beginning and beyond through this process of reinventing thyself. Have an amazing day. Until next time. Well, what are you waiting for? Whether you've pivoted and are unsure or you're on the verge of pivoting, there is no better time than now for you to begin. Want to know why? Why? because if it wasn't the right time, the pivot wouldn't have shown up. And to get you started, I've got three shortcuts to reinventing thyself. Just head on over to www.reinventingthyself.com and you can download it there. And don't forget to message me with the shortcut that resonates with you the most. One last thing, I know you and I are not the only ones that have leaned into the pivot. Be sure to share this with others so they can be supported too. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting me and sharing this message. Until next time.